it's easy to be average. You know it as well as I know it. It takes a little something to be special, Don. It takes a little something special to be a great player. We don't have enough great players. To hell with that! We don't want to coach average. I don't want to be around you. Why be around average? proud of our young people in the classroom, in the community, and most especially in 310 days in Ann Arbor, Michigan, on the football field. Three things. Number one, the team that hits the hardest and the longest, the team that starts the fastest, and the team is too damn smart to make mistakes. If you take it to them, if you don't make mistakes, and you keep taking it to them, hell, there's no question who will win. It's time for the best Buckeye podcast. By fans, for the fans, where they hate that team up north as much as you do. It's time for the OHIO Podcast. OH! IO! Welcome back to the OHIO Podcast, everybody. I am Buckeye Boggs. That man over there is the wild man, Chris Wilds. And you are you, and we're so thankful to have you in tonight to what is going to be an interesting show to say the least, we are going to try something very, very new tonight. We are inviting all of you to take a bigger role in this show. And we're hoping someone, one of you, maybe two of you, I don't know, someone will call in and be our first caller, live caller on the OHIO podcast. Now, here's how you do this, everybody. Inside the chat window, whether you're on our Facebook page, the official OHIO Facebook page, or the YouTube channel, you will see where I made a comment from the OHIO podcast with a link. You can use your computer. You can use your smartphone. You just click on that link. That will invite you to become a, a caller to the show. You can use the video. You don't have to. You can just use the audio if you want. Uh, We'll be able to hear you just fine, but we're hoping one of you will decide to give us a call in. We're hoping that will go well because this is kind of what we're planning on doing during the season on Sunday nights uh, after for for our review shows, that is. Robert Allen's in the house. He says, I I will IO your OH. Happy Independence Day, Robert says. Good to see you tonight, Robert. Larry Daniels from sunny Florida. Greetings. Uh, Larry, it's... We got thunders, thunderstorms, lightning storms again tonight, just like we did last Sunday night here in the Buckeye State. So we're thankful for each and every single one of you. I see how many's on. There's a lot more than just two of you watching right now. And so we invite you to come and be a part of the discussion in the chat. And like I said, if Larry, Robert, one of you guys want to want to hit that link, and call in here in a little bit, little bit, and let us know what's on your mind. Talk Buckeyes with us tonight. We wanted to do a little bit of a trial run. We knew it's Independence Day weekend. Not a whole lot of people going to be on tonight, more than likely. We thought this would be the good night to not invite a guest and open this thing up to all of you guys. Chris, how you doing tonight, man? Oh, great, Eric. I uh, tell you, had a great day, a uh, great weekend out at the uh, Tiffin Flea Market this weekend, and. Uh, 
you know, just looking forward to talking Buckeyes with some of our listeners tonight. And, uh, you know, I, I sure hope we get a lot of callers because, man, I know they're tired of hearing us talk back and forth all the time. <laughs> well, you know, I, I would I would say you're probably right about that. But, uh, hey, some people keep coming right back every single week. So they must not be that tired. Um, actually, Robert says he's in Oklahoma heading back from L.A. Uh, wow, what, wow. A, what a trip right there. Uh, he said he got uh, something serviced, got the truck serviced in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and he met an OSU grad, got to talk bucks. See, we're everywhere, man. That's right. We're absolutely everywhere. That's what's awesome. All right, so we do have a topic we're going to dive into before we open up the phone lines tonight. Again, if you want to come and be a part of the show tonight, you would like to call in and talk to myself and Chris and let us know what you're thinking out there in Buckeye land. Click the link in the chat window uh, on YouTube up at the top. Scroll to the top. You'll see where I provided a link. Click on that link using your smartphone, using your computer. You'll be invited into uh, this uh, this show. We'll pull you on. You do not have to show your face if you don't like to. Uh, that's not a big concern to us. We just want to know what you all think tonight. Hey, Eric, uh, is, that, is, is the link only available from our business page or yes. is that available from the fan page as well? Just the business page, if I if uh, I okay. understand right. So you'll have to go to our business page on Facebook or just go to YouTube because that's the best way, in all and honesty. That like and subscribe. That way you can give us a thumb up, thumbs up, like the video. That really does help. It sends it out to more eyeballs out there. It really does. All right. So here is tonight's little topic we're going to bring up before we open up the phone lines. The top 10 big 10 tight ends heading into the season. Chris, we've already talked about quarterbacks, running backs, offensive line. Today, we're going to talk about that all-important tight end, the guy who can do it all. He can catch the football. He blocks. He might even run the football if he's got that skill set as well. But the tight ends are who we're going to talk about. And it's my turn to go first, give you my 10, and let you respond, Chris, and tell me what I got right or what I got wrong. By the way, Lenny Zabo is in the house tonight. Good to see Lenny. Yeah. Uh, he's up late tonight. Usually he's in bed already down there in Florida, but uh, it's a holiday weekend for Lenny. Uh, we'll have to ask him how many Bud Light just writes he's in into tonight if he calls in. All right, so here we go, Chris. Here's my list. We'll start with number 10. Work our way down to six. We'll take a break, let you respond, and then we'll jump into the top five. Number 10, Clay Cundiff, senior, Wisconsin, the Badger. He's had nine receptions last year, 142 yards and a pair of touchdowns. He is a senior. They are opening up the offense more this year uh, up there in Badger land. I think Clay is a top 10. We'll see where he finishes the year, but that's where I've got him slated in right now. Number nine, a youngster, a sophomore from Illinois, Tip Raymond. He had 19 catches last year, 175 yards and a score. Very athletic-looking tight end. As a freshman, he did that. Now he's back as a sophomore. We'll see what he can do for the fighting Illini. Number eight, Eric Gilbert, sophomore for Nebraska, transferred from Georgia, was the number one tight end in the class of 2021. Got no playing time last couple years for the Bulldogs. 
jumped in the portal, decided he's going to be a Cornhusker. And again, this was the number one tight end in the class of 2021, a very high four-star, borderline five-star that Nebraska was able to snag out of the transfer portal. He's number eight for me, and that rating is ranking is based more off potential than stats because he doesn't have very many stats at all. Number seven, Colston Loveland, another sophomore. That's three sophomores in a row. This one for the team up north. Last year, as a freshman, 16 catches, 235 yards, and a pair of touchdowns. And number six, Chris, over in Happy Valley, the junior, Theo Johnson for Penn State. 20 catches, 328 yards, and four scores. What did I get right in that uh, six through ten, and what did I get wrong? Well, I'll tell you, as usual, Eric, we're pretty close here. Um, We had all the same players in that section. Uh, The only thing is I did have uh, actually Eric Gilbert switched with um tip i I do like tip and and the thing is with gilbert he actually correct me if i'm wrong wasn't he actually a 2020 prospect he played a year at lsu i believe in 2020 he uh in fact i got the stats right here he had 35 catches for 368 and two touchdowns at lsu he then tried to transfer to florida before finally landing at georgia uh, and, of course, is now at Nebraska. It sounds to me like he's got all the potential in the world. Um, however, sounds like he may have some off-the-field issues that, that may be a little bit concerning as well. So that's why I got tipped just slightly ahead of him. Okay, fair enough. Um, other than that, we're in sync. Uh, fair enough. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was 2021. I could be wrong. I stand corrected. Twenty twenty. That's why you. That's why you get paid the big bucks, Chris. Oh yeah. <laughs> when, did, uh, when did that start? Uh, <laughs> next year. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Five through number one. Here we go. Number five. I have Eric All, former tight end for the team up north, currently over there in corn country in Iowa. He's a senior this year. Two years ago, he had 38 catches for 437 yards and two touchdowns for the uh, Loserines back in 2021. Number four, uh, and this last name, you might have to help me here. Uh, He's a sophomore. Corey, I think it's Deitches. Deitches from Maryland. Deitches yes. from Maryland. Listen to these. Yeah, listen to these stats as a freshman last year. Yep. 30, 39 catches, 494 yards, and three scores. Yeah. He he is a exceptional receiver at tight end, and uh, you know, he's got a great quarterback there to throw to him. So and they move him out like a wide receiver quite they a do. bit. He splits yeah. out a lot. Number three, Brevin Spanford. He's a senior for Minnesota, the Golden Gophers, last year as a junior. 42 catches, 497 yards, and two touchdowns. So he and Deitches had the best stats out of all as far as yards, as far as receiving yards, out of all the uh, tight ends returning. Number two, this is a name a lot of you should know, Luke Lachey. That's right. That's Jim Lachey's boy. Uh, And... And why 
Ryan Day never recruited this kid is beyond me. Last year as a sophomore, Lachey had 28 catches, 398 yards, and two scores last year as a sophomore. Now he's a junior, which means number one, that's right. There might be a little bit of bias in this, but not much. I don't think so when you look at the stats. Cade Stover, senior Ohio State, 36 receptions, 406 yards, five scores for the country Gronk, as they call him, or the farm Gronk, or as I like to call him. I like to call him the Combine, Cade Cade Stover. So to reiterate the top five again, Eric, all five. Deitches from Maryland, four. Spanford, three. Minnesota, Lachey, two. Iowa, Stover, one. Ohio State, the only team with two tight ends in the top ten. That'd be the Hawkeyes from Iowa. Chris, your thoughts? Yeah, I agree with all the players you had there. Again, we had two flipped. I had actually uh, Span Ford at second and Luke Lachey at third. Uh, I think all is going to reduce the number of of touches. That, or Eric Albee in there is going to reduce Lachey's touches a little bit. I think Lachey's got a lot of talent. But I'll tell you what, uh, Brevin uh, Span Ford, you know, 42 receptions was second on the team. He led his team in receiving yards, led his team in touchdowns. Uh, you know, as you you mentioned, 497 yards was the best among Big Ten receivers. And guys, you know, we like to talk about what a mismatch Cade Stover is for people. Brevin Span Ford is a mismatch. 6'7", 270 pounds. I mean, big physical kid. He, he's a tough matchup for players, especially when you get down in the red zone. I, I really, I really like the the game he has. I think he's right there. I mean, I think for me, Stover's clearly one. You might have a two and two B situation there with Span Ford and Lachey, because I think those guys are both tremendous, tremendous tight ends as well. Yeah, so it sounds like you don't have a beef too much with my my. Um... No, we had the same ten players, not necessarily in the right or the same order, but we only had a couple of them that were flopped. So. How about when I was looking up what everybody else's rankings were, Deitches was nowhere to be found in a lot yeah. of people's top five. Oh, that, and that kid's amazing. I don't get it. Like, is it just because it's Maryland? I, I That shouldn't matter, right? I mean, if he's one of the best, best uh, you know, pass-catching threats on the team, you would think that that would, you know, that would make, you know, a lot of people believe that he should uh, be a part of that. So at yeah. least – be recognized as one of the best when you look at those stats and what he does in that offense. So a little shout out to the Terrapins, man. I think, I think you're not getting enough love there at your tight end position, especially given with what that offense can do. So um, watch for him to go over 500 yards receiving this year. Ooh, it's a nice little, that's a nice little over under number. All right. I'll set the number at 550 over or under for him. I like 500 better. I think he could probably be in the five to six hundred range. So I'll go under five fifty, but not much. All right. Over under Cade Stover at four fifty this year. I th- I think we'll go over. I th- I think the tight ends in that slot position are going to be heavily relied on, especially early in the season until the offensive line is completely gelled. 
Let me know in the chat window. Cade Stover, everybody. Let me know what you think. Does he go over 450 yards this year or under? What would you take in that one? How about touchdowns? I'll set it at five. I'll go over. You're going to go over five? Yeah. I think now, he can repeat what he did last year. Uh, now, actually, be better than he was last year. So surprisingly, he had, you look at those stats, five touchdowns. A lot of people don't realize that he had five tutties last year from the tight end position at Ohio State. That's that was really, top, really good. That was tops among tight ends in the Big Ten, I believe. Um, I don't know. What about the guy from Purdue? Ah, he, went, he went pretty high in the draft. Yeah. All right. Larry says he's going to go over on the yards under on the TDs for Stover. I could see uh, it. Yeah, and I'll tell you why I I think Larry's right. I think you make a very good point, Chris, when it comes to beginning of the season, new quarterback relying on that tight end. Yes. You know, not going through all of your progressions, finding your release valve quicker. That's usually a tight end or a running back, right? So I I could see where McCord might rely on Stover early on, you know, especially in the season, but that doesn't always equate to touchdowns. I think they're going to get close to the end zone. I think you're going to see a lot of rushing touchdowns, especially early on from this offense, because I think that's going to be the strength of this offensive line is going to be run blocking. Um, Lenny Zabo says under, under on that. All right, guys. So here's what I need you to do. I need, uh, and Lenny, I'm going to count on you because I think, Lenny, I think you can do this. I want one of you to click on the link, whether that be in the chat window in Facebook, if that's where you're watching, or over in um, YouTube. Click on the link. We need a caller to call in and be our first caller ever on the OHIO podcast. Just follow the prompts that you're given. When you click that link, it'll ask you to type your name in. It'll ask you if you want to use your your uh, video, if you're doing it with a um, smartphone, whatever. But one of you call in so we can have a caller tonight. This would be really cool. We want to test this out. You're helping us write live on the fly. Nothing like live podcasting, right? So one of you give us a call in so that we can do that. But in the meantime, let's talk about this, Chris, while we wait for our first caller. McCord. Yes. So we talk a little bit there about the tight end position, about how McCord might rely on those tight ends. Do you foresee Ryan Day? When it comes to his play calling and breaking in a new quarterback, changing his play calling at all, or do you think Ryan Day's offense is what it is and you have to, as the quarterback, adapt to that offense? I think we've kind of seen out of Ryan Day that he is a my offense is my offense kind of guy. Uh, You know, we all screamed for more running last year. Last couple of years, actually, we did, we we haven't gotten that. Uh, you know, um, I think that Day is just going to keep his offense as it is. However, I think one tweak that might be done, I do think we may see some of Marvin Harrison Jr. in the slot because of the fact that he, there is a familiarity there with him and McCord. He is going to be McCord's comfort blanket. Uh, I think that you will see Stover and Harrison both get a lot of uh, of yards 
early on. Harrison's going to keep it going, of course, but, uh, you know, I think early on you'll see him a little bit more in the slot to, uh, you know, j just give a quick throw on those little uh, slants and things like that. Because two things there. One, it's, an, it's a release valve who is a comfort, you know, by a blanket for McCord. But also, they are going to be looking to get Harrison off to a fast start. They want to push him for the Heisman. They won't come out and say they're going to push him for the Heisman, but they want to push him for the Heisman early. Don't think anything other than that. They have two goals this year, Belitnikoff and Heisman for him, outside of the team goals of winning the Big Ten and winning a national title. That's a, that's a good question. Which goals should be more important? You know, obviously you would say well, the team goals, but yeah. – but you know these players, man. It's it's kind of a it's kind of yeah, like recruiting, you know, you know. And with some players, I think it might be an issue. I don't see it being an issue with a Marvin Harrison, uh, just given the way that his father brought him up. I don't see him being a me first kind of guy. I yeah. just don't. We have our first official caller in the house. Look at this beautiful face right here. <laughs> wow, Lenny Zabo, welcome to the OHIO podcast, my man. Peace Look at all out. Look at that. How are you? I'm doing great. How's things down in sunny Florida? They're pretty good. You know, I it took me a while, but I figured this thing out. You guys didn't do. You did a really good job because all I had to do is do a couple clicks and and get in. So. uh and I'll tell you who else did a really good job, Mrs. Billy Bob, because she had to nudge me a couple times, and then I uh, I got a little uh, Black Rifle Coffee Freedom Roast here, you know, on a Sunday night. So uh, we're good, and we're in the hood. So <laughs> there you go. With you. And um, so that guy, what's his name? Greg All, is that the guy at Iowa, you said? Er the title? Eric All. E Eric All, yeah. So isn't he going to be, isn't there a a blue head quarterback that's there at Iowa that's going to be throwing to him? Cade McNamara. So there'll be some familiarity with that. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. But the, yeah, the, but the interesting thing about that is Lenny is that Kirk Ferentz's son is still the offensive coordinator. Well, that's true. So, you know, the over under is on 10, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. So, but you know, on that Stover deal, I just think there's so many weapons that, and even with Marvin Harrison, you know, in the slot, Marvin's going to get his touches but you got Mbuka, you got uh, Brandon Innes, you got, uh, what is it, Rogers, you got Julian Fleming. Other, Julian Fleming. Fleming. He, I mean, there's so many guys. And even the tight ends, you got that the freshman kid coming in who's the big dude, kind of like the guy who was at Washington that was at Georgia a year ago. We got that freshman coming in. Mm -hmm. And there's, and then, you know, uh, Henderson and um, Williams can catch the ball out of the backfield, too. It's, it's like if, and you guys have said it many times, if the offensive line can block, can give this guy maybe four seconds, three and a half, four seconds, right? Can, and who that guy is, probably uh, Kyle McCord, but... Uh, if you can give them that time, we're going to be pretty good. 
So, so Lenny, let me ask you this question um, as we've, we've kind of dove into the tight ends tonight or not. So, uh, I mean, uh, you've been, you've been watching Ohio state, you know, longer than myself. We maybe. always, and we always, we always talk about the tight ends. Or this, this could be the year we use the tight end. Is this going to be, I felt like last year was at least in the Ryan day era, the most we ever utilized the tight end in the passing game. Do you foresee the tight end, especially with a new quarterback being an important part of this offense in 2023? Well, what's the definition of important? You know, I think they've been important, right? You know, whether it's Ruckert, whether you go back to, you know, guys over the years, um, Jesus Christ, I got a brain cramp. Um, uh, Hardsock. Yeah, Ben. Ben Hardsock. All these guys. So they're all important, right? But they're not featured receivers. They're secondary. They're the guys that are the the back, you know, the support guys. And so do I think it's going to be any different? No. No. I think they're going to be guys that are – going to be the guys that get some good touches in key situations, but they're not the guys that are the featured people. Does that make sense? It does. And, you know, it's kind of interesting because the way you bring that up, you know, obviously the the receiving stats and the touchdowns for the tight end are what people like to highlight and circle. But when you go to, when you go to the NFL, they also want you to be able to block. And Ohio State tight ends have had very good reputation when they get to the next level of being athletic enough to be a part of the passing game, but right. great at blocking. And right. so you bring up a good point because that tight end, and I think that's really one of the things that was established. Gosh, Urban was this way. Trestle was this way. Even Cooper was this way. Before you could, we can send you out on a route to catch a pass, you better learn how to block. Because right. we're gonna, you know, be run first. So, uh, right. yeah. So I think I think you bring up a good point, Lenny. What so, else you want to talk about tonight, my well, man? Well, well, let's not let any of your listeners let's not confuse them with the theory that I am a great soothsayer of X's and O's. I am a fan. I've been a fan for a long time. Prior, you know, before even '74, my first. OSU M game was in 74, but you know, I'm not the X's and O's. I'm not the, you guys, I'm not the, uh, Sergeant Aaron Brown guy. You're right. So I'm a fan just like everybody else. And, uh, so what else do we want to talk about tonight? Well, hell, um, acoustic Larry, right? So let's talk about acoustic. You know, most people don't know acoustic Larry, you know, Larry Daniels. Yeah, I yeah. call him Acoustic Larry because Larry plays acoustic guitar. But Larry asks, the times I am awake to listen on Sunday <laughs> night, you know, because the J-O-B and the B-U-D-L-I-G-H-T get in the way of some Sunday nights, um, those things. But, but Larry asks some really – because I do listen on – Sunday, or I mean, on Monday or Tuesday, I will I will watch the show, and Larry asked some really good questions. But I will tell you, Acoustic Larry and I are—we uh, went to high school together. Oh, I didn't know that. We, yeah, and we played football together. So, uh, 
high school football, you know, and um, so good stuff. One of these days on my Billy Bob's Backyard Barbecue podcast, I'm going to wear my Midview Middies uh, jersey. And the interesting thing is I weigh, weigh about the same as I did when I was in high school, but I have no idea how shoulder pads fit under this jersey. So, <laughs> you know, because back then we didn't wear them like they do today where you just take your shoulder pads and your your jersey off at the same time, right? So, uh, but I am looking forward to this. Let's let's go back to what what this is all about, right? It's all about Ohio State football. That's what this show, that's what your show is all about. And I enjoy it. I just don't always get to see it on Sunday night. So, um, I, I mean, I wish you could do like a Monday morning at 7 a.m. show. <laughs> and then then I'd be right there. But uh, uh, I'm looking forward to the season. Uh, I, I message, message, excuse me, messaged you today, Bogsy, or yesterday, actually, that... Uh, you know, what games you guys are doing the away game. You're going to do a show at Purdue, right? Yep, West Lafayette. That's, yep. Yeah, I'm that's the up, plan. I'm going to be up for the Maryland game. I'm going to try, actually. You know, the West Lafayette, the, the Purdue game is exactly the next weekend. And I was planning kind of go to the Wisconsin game. I'd never been to an, um, a regular season away game before. Uh, I've been to bowl games and all that but uh i was thinking of going to uh madison and doing some jump around you know that'd be cool just because it's one of the great (laughs) traditions of all time right yeah hang on sloopy and all and dot in the eye the script and dot in the eye and jump around is one of the great college traditions but um i don't know that i'll get there but I'm, i'm looking at west lafayette but if i'm in uh if i'm in columbus for maryland i may just have to hang around and and just drive over to west lafayette so there you go there you go sounds good so but um we're also going to be there for the uh pit we'll be doing a uh, penn state uh show uh before the penn state game there at a tailgate ryan wickerham's tailgate so that's that's on there of course i don't know which game yet we're going to go out to pittsburgh uh, to be with the Alumni Association, Ohio State Alumni Association of Pittsburgh and Mike Wargo, but we're going to do that. And this would be a good time to remind all of you about what's coming up in your old neck of the woods in Cleveland, Ohio there. We're going to be at, at the Cleveland Buckeye Football Fan Meetup, which is at the Town Hall, Ohio City in Cleveland, July 15th at 3 p.m., we are one of three, uh, one of four, four podcasts and shows that are going to be there, including Buckeye Football Fangirl, the 3.30 sports show from Youngstown, who we had as a guest a couple weeks ago, and the Scarlet and Great podcast. So make sure you get your tickets for that and come out and meet Chris and I if you're up from Northeast Ohio, just like Lenny Zabo and uh, Acoustic Larry were from so- Northeast Ohio. That's right. So that's Saturday, the 15th of July. That's it. Yeah. Because uh, I would not be able to make it because I had, I still have the J-O-B the week of the 17th. I got to be traveling for the J-O-B. But I have a big announcement coming up in a couple, maybe Ooh. three weeks or so. So stay tuned for that. Uh, maybe even one tomorrow. But 
Um, no, that's great. I would love to meet Wargo because he sounds like a guy that uh, I could probably relate to. I don't know if he's a Bud Light guy, but, uh, and I am, you know, I, I did my, we, we won't get into politics. Yet, <laughs> um, you know, that's for Tuesdays, isn't it, Lenny? Well, <laughs> Tuesdays, that's right. Wow, right. man. That's, yeah. yeah. Well, I, and, well, uh, I noticed, I noticed this, Lenny, your hat's not pink currently. Oh, wait a minute. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, there it oh. is. Busted out. <laughs> <laughs> he is a Bud Light guy, apparently. <laughs> well, hey, this is a Billy Bob Bud Light or Billy Bob's Backyard Barbecue pink pink hat. You know, oh, the, lady, the ladies love pink. Hey, that's all right. Real men can wear well, pink, we too. Got, that's what I've we heard. we got to go down yeah. and do a show from the barbecue, man. Oh, man. You I tell you. Sarasota, Florida has got a great alumni association down there. Awesome. Awesome. You guys need to come down. The, the Sarasota Manatee alumni yeah. at Captain Kurtz in um, right there on Siesta Key. And they have the indoor. They build a new extended outdoor and then they have the sneaky tiki which is awesome that sounds and, right up chris's lane <laughs> the sneaky oh, yeah. tiki <laughs> so, sneaky tiki which is huge but um here's the deal with that brad stewart and his family that own the uh own captain kurtz and they own this whole little shopping center which has an ice cream shop a coffee shop rental you know, kayak, bikes, um, a T-shirt shop, which has Captain Kurtz Ohio State merch. But Brad is a bluehead. Oh, my gosh. And for 20, this will be, I think this year coming up will be the 22nd or 23rd year that the, the, the Sarasota Manatee Club has met there. And here's the crazy deal. Right next door. And this just happened a couple of years ago. There's a bar, like a dive bar called the Crescent Club. And it's the Bluehead Bar. And so I I looked up their app. They're not on touch tones. They're on AMI, you know, for their, their uh, jukebox app. And so when I know it's I'm there, I'm not there every Saturday. Because sometimes, probably like you guys, I like to be home. And I just want to focus, right? Stay focused, right. Buckeyes, and watch the game at home on the patio, or as we call it in Florida, the lawn nigh. And um, so watch the game. But when I am there on a Saturday, I click on the, their app, the AMI app, and I play Hang On Sloopy in their bar. Oh, um, <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. That's next yeah. level. That's some that's some stuff that Troll and Trip would even uh uh Oh have yeah, to, Troll would even well, have to yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For those of it we don't yeah, we don't want to give Troll and Trip Trip too much street cred because he's a he's a roll tide fan, roll tide, you know. Yeah. If he watches this, he'll probably be busting on me tomorrow, which probably you know, there so, you go. Hey, there hey go. I don't want to monopolize the show. I just wanted to uh, show you that I could stay awake on a Sunday night because I don't have. You're doing a better job than I am, Lenny. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, well, that's because you were at uh, the uh, let's see, and lots and a whole lots more. I yes. think I got a yeah. I try and and you know what, well, we, Chris, we had the store out on the road this week, so yeah, it was rough. So I got to give you kudos because that Indians jersey, the Red Indians jersey, yes. the old school. That's a Ray Fossey jersey. Yes. You know, when Ray Fossey got run over by uh, Pete Rose. Pete Rose, in the, uh, yep. Yeah, and ended his career. And what yeah. was Ray Fossey before he, he got hit by Pete Rose? No more those teeth, right? Yep. He was like, Ray Fossey was all teeth. And he was a pretty good catcher, by the way. Speaking of my red legs, they are they are red hot right now. Ooh, hey, Lenny, I got a, yeah. got a question for you from some, a listener, Lenny. Before you Uh-oh. take off, Paul Buckeye says, no, yeah, this Paul is Buckeye. Paul Buckeye. Have you ever tried the Lucky Pelican restaurant in Sarasota? No, but that's a no. There, there is the, uh, what the hell is the Pelican right next to the, my favorite place, which is Pop Sunset Grill. There's the, oh, Pelican Alley, which I actually have never been to either, but no, I haven't been to. So Paul, if you want to. You know, maybe through Bogsy, you can message me and tell me about the Lucky Pelican. But I will tell you this, Paul, that's kind of outside of the three or five mile radius of where we go. Because, you know, you kind of, even though Mrs. Billy Bob, she's she's like the DD. Because I have one too many Billy Bob Bud Lights. I don't necessarily say just right anymore, but... Uh, Oh, that's a whole, another whole story. But um, but yeah, Paul, let me know about that, and um, might have to get up there. There's some there is some great places up there, like Shiner's um, Shiner's Pizza Joint, which uh, he was a pitcher for the Reds. Uh, what's his name? Like Rusty Shiner, or um, so there's some cool stuff up there. O'Leary's right on the water, but yeah. Um, so Paul, send me that. Might have to take a look at that. Do you one better, Paul? We'll have Lenny explain to you where you can find the Billy Bob's backyard barbecue that is virtually everywhere. Everywhere. Virtually everywhere. Tell us, Lenny, where can everybody follow you at? Oh, you can follow me at, uh, on Facebook at Billy Bob's Bud Light backyard or no, Jesus. It's way late, isn't it? At uh, Billy Bob's Backyard Barbecue. Stop, Chris. Stop. Just, yeah. Yeah. So you can follow me, Billy Bob's Backyard Barbecue, on Facebook. So I have two things. I have a blog page, which is me with the flag. And then there's the group page, which is me with a Billy Bob Bud Light uh, holding it up there, day drinking with Billy Bob. So either way, but um, don't worry about me. You can. I'd love you to be a member, but uh, these guys are the best. They do a great job. I love to uh, to listen. Congratulations on big banter. Um, Thank you. I watched most of, uh, and I got interrupted by something, maybe uh, ending my bike ride or a uh, business call with uh, John Kennedy, who's who's a hoot. Yeah, that was a good interview, and. Um, so yeah, really good stuff. And there was one other thing I was going to say, but I can't remember what the hell it is. Um, it was super important. So that's why I can't remember. Right. But um, no, thank you very much. 
And, um, oh, I know what it was. Butcher. Yeah. So it's yeah. probably like, it's probably like 10, 1040 Eastern time. Cause I think if I looked it up this morning, I think he's 12 hours ahead of us. Right. Yeah, I think yeah. so. But the, yeah. he's, he's on, he's on and, and, and uh, checking is us he, out right now. So is, yep. he, mm-hmm. is he on? So yeah. 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 So yesterday morning I posted a, uh, picture from the, a video from the backyard and, uh, Butcher uh, Matthew said uh, he made a comment, and I said, "I, I want to see some pictures from the outback, mate. Mike, I want to see some pictures from the outback, Mike." And uh, he hasn't sent me anything yet, Matthew. You know, he said he was going to, but nothing yet. So you'll, uh, you'll probably get you'll probably get us a picture of some shrimp on the barbie. Shrimp on the barbie. Don't don't send me that outback crap, okay? Send me some real shrimp on the Barbie. Hey, you'll you'll like you'll like this, Lenny. Uh, before I let you go, so when Matt and Grant flew in to Columbus from, I believe they were from Texas. They they came from Australia to Hawaii to L.A. to Texas to Columbus. If I understood Whew. that right, that's a of a trip. I picked them up and I took them out to dinner, and I was going to make the joke of. I said to him, I'm going to give you a full American experience, boys. And I was going to pull up to the Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, I heard that. Yeah, you're, yeah. But we went to Texas Roadhouse, and they, yeah. they enjoyed that. So, yeah. And what, and what did they what did they get? What did they get at Roadhouse? Well, I, I, they got – I think – yeah. Well, I think they – well, they both got a tall one. I know that. Um, boy, they those boys can drink, Lenny. Um, but I want to say that – Matt, I believe, got steak, and I think Grant got salmon, if I recall correctly. Matt, let me know if I'm if I'm uh, if I'm right on that. When you guys went out to the outback or to the uh, Texas Roadhouse with me, okay. I think Grant got salmon. I think Matt got steak, if I recall. I like correctly. their I like their salmon. So before I go, I want to take a liberty. So I want to ask two questions. Number one, Chris, chicken and steak. He said chicken and steak. Yeah, chicken there you and go. steak. All right. Chicken and steak. All right. That's an interesting combo. You know, it's not like surf and turf. It's like, uh, you know, the yard bird and the, and the cow. But um, so Chris, what sure. is one of the, the specials? So this week coming up from the store, what, what's one thing you're featuring? Oh man, you know I I don't know that we have a whole big feature this week. We did uh, our Fourth of July stuff over the weekend this weekend, and well, you still got it because tomorrow's the third and we got the fourth. So well, no, I got I got to go back to the regular job tomorrow, man. The job you got the I'm job the, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. You got school on the third. No, no, I I do summer job coaching with uh, oh, okay. kids. So, okay, okay, yeah. All right, uh, so nothing. Okay, yeah, man. All right, then so Bogsy. we're actually closed for the week. Okay, so Bogsy, question yes, for you. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it in a while. You got a cigar recommendation for these folks for the weekend? Yes. So if you're going the to Fourth of July, yeah. So if you're going to go Fourth of July, I would probably go with the CAO American. Uh, the CAO American is a um, Nicaraguan. A cigar that has got a little bit of punch to it, so it's kind of, I kind of, I would say it's a firecracker of a cigar on the Fourth of July. It's really nice. It's got a real nice dark cover with um, a lighter colored, almost caramel 
um, inlay on the outer leaf. It's really pretty to look at, and it's got some power behind it when you smoke it. So okay. the American. Okay. Yep, that's okay. my recommendation. So, fo- so follow up to that. Are there Americans? I know we have Cubans. We have Nicaraguan. Yeah. Is there is there a really good American cigar? The American very, tobacco? There are very few. Now, here's the reason why. Most of the tobacco that's grown here in the United States is used in cigarette consumption because it's 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 More, not it's, as good. <laughs> so they, they chop it up and they throw it in cigarettes and, and there you go. Plus... The FDA really regulates tobacco growth in the United States to the point where it's almost almost unbelievably difficult to try to make a profit off of it. So you have that. Then you also have the fact that these cigars are rolled in Central America where they're grown because the labor is much cheaper. And so that's how they're able to keep a cigar at, you know, 10 ten dollars around i think the average cigars around ten to twelve dollars a cigar if that same cigar was rolled in the united states that cigar would be about thirty to forty dollars okay so that's that's how it that's how and why that is now there are a few american tobacco companies that are stationed in your neck of the woods actually around tampa right and city which is used to be well Tampa was the cigar capital of the world at one time right but they still all grow and roll their sticks in central and southern america for for pricing purposes but havana, they are american uh, companies what do they call havana Ta- havana tampa yeah havana tampa yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. you got it so. and there's there's a new there's a new american cigar company called uh, east tampa Oh, no, sorry, okay. West Tampa. West Tampa is what they're called, the West Tampa Cigar Company. And they make some pretty good stuff. Yeah, that's, so you might want to look that one up. Yep. All right. Well, thanks for having me. Thanks for letting me uh, be an interloper in the uh, Buckeye, the Ohio podcast. And <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, I look forward to staying awake more often on a Sunday night and uh, maybe uh, chiming in. But uh, so I... Okay, one last question. See, you know, what I what I would say is one more last question is is Aaron Brown, Sergeant Aaron Brown, is he going to be with you guys in the fall for We we you know, hope X's so. Yeah. Yeah, we hope so. So Aaron is Aaron is back in Ohio. Right, he's down in uh what where is he like in somewhere right down on the river in Southern yes. Ohio, right? Portsmouth, Portsmouth Ohio. Portsmouth, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So river so yeah, there you go. So uh, that is the hope. That's that's what we're crossing our fingers. Aaron is extremely busy with transitioning back to. Oh, what's the? He uses a certain word. It's basically meaning back to regular life, civilian not in the military. Life. Civilian, yeah, civilian life, like we're like aliens or something. <laughs> but uh, uh, anyways, he's he's transitioning back. They've got two babies. So there's right. that all involved. And I know that Austin, his his older of the two boys, is football crazy. And I fully is, expect Aaron to coach him. Aaron's heart is in coaching. He's very, very good at what he does. He's been offered before to coach and, and collegiately. So I don't know what his plans will be, but there's more than likely he will coach high school football very soon is my okay. guess. So right. will we have him on? We're going to have him on as much as we can. But uh, 
I don't I don't foresee Aaron being back on full time every week every show on the weekends. Just I just don't think life is going to allow him to do that right now. Well, okay, well it's a good triumvirate. But uh, yep. so all right, I don't know how to get out. I guess I hit that little button up here. That you says you done, you that says I, done and then I yep done. you got her. So, we'll take hey, right, Lenny. We will have you back on when the season comes on. All right. So okay. So, so as I would say, Billy Bob, peace out. Right. See there you guys. You Thank you Bye. very much. Appreciate Later. it. The OHIO podcast is brought to you by Mastermind. Mastermind specializes in 360 degree high definition mobile video mapping, GIS integration, and traffic safety studies. Mastermind cares about traffic safety and keeping you safe on the roadway. Visit Mastermind at onlinemastermind.com. That was Lenny. <laughs> that was well, Lenny Zabo. It's great to have Lenny on now. Yes, he's our buddy. And uh, we've been on his his uh, um, videos and that he does there for the Backyard Barbecue. He's had Chris and I on. We've made videos with him before, and it's always good to have him. So that was a little bit of a taste of what you can do as well, guys. It's not that hard. You literally click the button. You can use your computer like Lenny did right there or your cell phone. It's just basically two buttons, and you're in, and then we can see you come in, and then we'll bring you on into the live feed when we're ready, and it's just that simple. Now, here's the plan, guys. This is what we're going to do. Um, we are going to make Sunday nights a um, little bit different in the season, okay? So what we've typically done in the past is we have what we call our review shows. We talk about everything that happened the day before in the game. We're still going to do that. The first part of the show is when we'll hand out our Buckeye leaves, offensive, defensive players of the game. We'll have a guest on for that period as well um, to, to so that we have a, 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 a tri, trifecta. And then the second half of the show will all be you guys. You can call in, give us your thoughts. You can rant if you want to. If there's something you don't like that you're seeing in the game or you have questions, it'll all be you guys for the second part of the Sunday night shows during the season. Then during the week, Chris and I will have our preview show as well where we will pour, more than likely bring on a guest from the opponent that we play through big banter sports. So if we play Purdue, we'll have a guy from the Purdue podcast on our show to preview that game for us, break down Purdue football, all of that. So that's kind of what you can expect here in the next couple months as we get the season started. Uh, Facebook user just saw Larry is working his magic. <laughs> yes, he is, isn't he? He is working his that's magic. What he does? That's what he does. That's right. Um, so that's kind of the um, kind of the breakdown, guys, of what of what to expect in the season. Okay. Now, um, some other news for you. We have always done what we call two a days, where we preview. Um, the Big Ten teams for the season. That is going to be very different this year, but very cool. 
Okay. We are actually going to put some real effort and time into these things. Not that we didn't do that before, but all our time and effort was made into making notes and writing things down and just flooding you with information audibly. Not this time. This is going to be very visual. We are going to have YouTube videos of every Big Ten team preview for you where we break down their expected starting lineups, a little bit of the storylines behind the teams, uh, what they've done historically in the past, what their schedule looks like, the over-unders for their team, if you're into that prop betting, that type of thing. And we'll also have a big banter expert on to talk about the bets for each team, as well as a guest from those podcasts on Big Banter from the other teams to make a specific 20 to 30 minute video of breaking down every single Big Ten team for you. And that is coming your way starting very soon. Chris and I have been working on that behind the scenes, and we've got some interviews lined up that we're going to be recording and patching all together and delivering those to you on YouTube. So if you're not on YouTube currently, Monk, head over to YouTube Give us a thumbs up. It really does help this episode, number one. Number two, if you haven't yet, subscribe. That also helps. And number three, ring the bell so that when we drop those previews for you, you will be notified of of when those arrive so that you can watch those moving forward. That's kind of the plan. Did I miss anything with that, Chris? No, not a thing. Speaking of the devil, there he is. All right, I switched over to YouTube so you can see it's me commenting. Thank you, Monk. Appreciate that. By the way, he liked a shirt that you had. I don't know if you saw that comment where it was the Michigan logo with an Ohio State yes. screw going down yep. the, the top of it. Pretty sure he wanted that one, for one himself. Of our, one of our most popular sellers, yeah. I, I think that that's insinuating screw Michigan. Is that uh, yes, the uh, insinuation there? That is the insinuation. All right. Very cool. All right, guys. That's the show, man, we have for this week. I know it was very different, but it's a holiday weekend. Hope you all have enjoyed your holiday. Um, Happy Independence Day to all of you. If you don't have to work tomorrow, congratulations. Chris and I do. (laughs) Uh, It's going to be a very busy and hectic week for myself. Um, Keep my wife in your thoughts and, uh, and prayers for those of you who believe she has a very serious surgery on Thursday morning, very early to fix um, uh, her shoulder that and back, neck, neck and shoulder that have been bothering her for well over a decade. It's gotten very bad, and so this is an important uh, operation for her. So that's probably going to take me out a little bit from dropping videos every single week. Chris and I, or every single day throughout the week, Chris and I might get to try to get together uh, here and do some more videos for you, but. Um, make sure you check out our YouTube page because there are videos on there that are not from the live shows. Okay. Some of them are, we cut up the live show, but not all of them are from the live show. So, um, there you go. Lenny says monk is always doing videos. Okay. I didn't know monk was doing well. Well, TikTok videos. TikToks. Yes. That's right. Uh, uh, monk does run our TikTok page so yes and I'll say they, he does a great job eric he really does. he does and i you know just let me say this real quick before we end the show tonight i love the new format i think it's going to be fabulous i can't wait till the season starts and we can actually start interacting on these call-in shows uh getting some some opinions from people 
Uh, obviously, some people who will probably tell us to uh, that we're nuts. That's fine. That we're being too hard on Ryan Day. I've never been too hard on Ryan Day. He's got three expectations. Beat Michigan, win the conference, get a title. That's it. It's not like we're asking him to do the impossible. Did you see the video I posted from the the short I grabbed from our rant on I my rant? Oh no, I haven't. I haven't uh, actually clicked on the video, but yeah, you know, I saw earlier when I was uh, signing on to do this that you, you posted it. Yep. All right, guys. So that's it. Again, please like, share, subscribe. It really does help the channel. All of that. Um, you can find us on Facebook, the Ohio Podcast on Facebook. We're over on Twitter as well. The Ohio Pod, P-O-D, The Ohio Pod on Twitter. You like uh, Buckeye content? You want to read articles? Great. We write them. I write for Scarlet and Game. So you can type Scarlet and Game into your computer Google search. Go to Scarlet and Game. Ryan Stano writes there. I write there. Um, Our guest next week is a writer from uh, um, Scarlet and Game as well as next week's guest is going to be, his name slipped my mind. Let me look him up. Frank Taraka. Frank Taraka will be our guest next week. We have a couple former Buckeyes I've been in contact with. We're going to try to get them on before the season starts. I think we got about eight or nine shows left, and then it's rock and roll time. We are in the midst of the season. As of yesterday, it was eight Saturdays. Eight Saturdays. There you go. So 63 days as of today, I believe it was. 63 days. Uh, So, yeah, Paul Buckeye says, call in. Sounds good to him. Paul, call us. Call us in sometime, all right? When the season gets here, I want to talk to you, Paul. I want you to be one of our regular call-in guys, all right, man? Appreciate you. All right, guys, that's our show for this week. Uh, be kind to one another. I owe some OH. Until next time, go Bucks.